Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Kripe. I am hosting Joe Miro with my friends, Joey. I'm the friend, Joey. And Robert. Uh, that's me. Robert. And I have a, oh, yep, there he is. And I have a prediction for today. Um, I think this will be the worst episode of Joe Miro ever. Why? Um, I don't know. I'm recording this episode in a bed right now. What's wrong with um, that? Oh, nothing. Nothing's wrong with that. Um, but I'm feeling like this is going to be a bad episode. Well, good or bad, it'll it will air anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, because they all air and definitely they all they all air every single one of them, and the ones yeah. that don't air just because you're not part of our Patreon. Yep, that's how that mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. They definitely yeah. they definitely are left on the cutting room floor because um, they're for our Patreon listeners and not because we make ill advised predictions. <laughs> Ooh, spooky callback. <laughs> um anyway we've got a a wonderful show lined up for you today um including i don't have a topic um and a topic we've already done so uh how are you guys today well if i take out the doom scrolling i'm doing pretty well outside of that yes uh, I've been doing lots of doom scrolling too. Things are not good. Um, very bad, in fact. Um, I'm doing pretty dang good. Um, everything's swell on my end. Just been playing a lot of video games recently. So, you know, kind of just living life. Today was a Monday, so, you know, kids were a little crazy, but it was a good day. So, I'm doing good. Yeah, you, you've been doing this for a while now. What's the routine like at your new job? Good. Nah, I mean, I mean, it's... okay. I was like, do you want to expand? Uh, painful. <laughs> no, it's good. The past the past three weeks have been um, uh, improvisable. You know, it has. Uh, um, <laughs> improvisation. Nah. So like, <laughs> I had I had to give up my gym for something else. So the past three weeks, I've been having to find alternate things to do in alternate areas of the of the grounds. So I've been doing a lot of um, random creative things in random places with the kids, and some of them are good, some of them are not. But you know, we're we're thriving. We're getting through it. We're looking forward to every day and keeping our head held high. What's going on in the gym? Oh, nothing. The other gym teacher has to use it because her gym's being renovated. So I told her that she can use my gym. Oh, what a stand-up guy. They oh, should thanks. get good. The other gym person should get good and just get their own gym. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just just get good. <laughs> get gym. No, but I'm doing really good. Everything is cool. Good. Um, you know, I was going to say something, but I don't remember what that thing is anymore. Uh, I guess we can just get right into it. We're going to speed... What? What? I said wait. I'm waiting. Before we dive into it, let's let's shed a little positivity. And everyone say something good that's going on in their life right now. How's that sound? Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I, let's... Visited my, I visited my brother this weekend. Awesome. Oh, wow. Did you go to him? Or did you go to um, go back home and saw him? Uh, I... <laughs> Sorry, Edda just showed me... Uh... <laughs> 
an Instagram post of a license plate, and the license plate says Mr. Shark. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something good that's going on in my life. Um, Very positive. We, we went down to Fort Knox to visit my brother. Uh, we've been yeah. planning on it for a little while, and we finally found a weekend that worked out because he works some weekends. Etta also works weekends. Um, and so big dope. Yeah, just trying to figure out some scheduling uh, stuff, and we figured it out. We went down this past Friday and hung out in the night, um, and then we woke up at a reasonable time in the morning and then just hung out all day until uh, late at night and got to see this really cool park, one of the most unique parks I've ever been to. It has this sculpture that what amplifies your voice i guess would be the best way to put it oh cool and it's like some sort of geometric thing that where you stand in front of it it makes your voice really loud if you stand in a very specific spot but it's it's all open air like i've been in domes like if you're in a like a like the capitol dome in jefferson city missouri and you stand on one side you can hear people whispering on the other side but i've never yeah. been to like a, a space that's like completely open air and then like just two pieces of really large concrete. And if you stand in very specific spots, it like, I don't know, you can like speak really loudly. So we had a lot of fun. It felt like yeah, a little kid. That sounds really fun. Um, speaking yeah. of weird sculptures and parks, um, David, I hung out with him recently and he told me about this sculpture near a park that he lives. And apparently it's a sculpture of a man crawling out of the ground. Um, it's like a giant sculpture, like his like half of his head and like one of his arms coming out of the ground. And I think the other arm is doing something else. He showed me a picture of the face and I was like, yeah, that is a big head coming out of the ground. So that's a really weird sculpture. And I don't know the purpose of it. <laughs> Just <laughs> park art. Yeah, park art. <laughs> I don't know the purpose of it. Like, do they expect him to actually come out of there? What is their goal? <laughs> I, I think the sculpture is to like is to like um remember the time that some guy crawled out of the ground. <laughs> yes, we all remember the time. Yeah, that one time that one time the guy crawled out of the ground. That's anyway. it. Yeah, cool. Park art. <laughs> um I am in a happy relationship. I love Rollins. That's always great. My mom is in town right now. Um, she's you sure she doesn't want to join? Um, I can run in there and make her say something. She can make her official Jomiro debut. But I yeah. think she'd be annoyed. Um, I think we're good to get started here then. Yeah. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, Let's so... Um... <laughs> Yeah, let me talk about something positive going on. I thought you did. No. No. All right, well, whatever. I haven't talked about anything positive. Um, yeah, like I said, everything's going well with the job and stuff. But more importantly, Kristen just ran her first official um, half marathon. And I think that is super awesome. And I couldn't be more proud of her. Um, That's yeah, awesome. It's, yeah, it, it's amazing. She's... She's in Disney running half marathons, and I've been playing video games all weekend. And honestly, we're probably both living our best life. <laughs> That's pretty sick. That is. Video yeah, games I, good. Running marathons also good. Yeah. So she's finishing up her um her trip in Disney today, and she'll be back tomorrow. Mac is ruining this podcast. No, that's Koa. 
Koa oh, is wow. ruining this. Mac part. doesn't make noises. Koa just cries and whines because I'm not paying attention to him. Don't oh. say Mac doesn't make noises. He makes noises. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but not whenever I'm busy. He's respectful See? then. He agrees. <clears throat> so, yeah, okay. Now we can dive into stuff. Um, Koa's trying to push one of his toys into my arm. You'll throw it. Well, and tell him it's, it's from Uncle Rob. This is from Rob. This one's for all the Rob. <laughs> he grabbed it as I tried to throw it, and then he started pulling it. So, good job, Uncle Rob. Yeah. Okay, so um, here's the prompt I would like to present you guys with today. If you can spend an entire day with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? And obviously, why? Like, what would, what would you want to do throughout that day? Um, that, that's it. I've got a question. And there's nothing we can do about it. But, Joey, are you sure your mic is plugged in? Yeah, I think so. I can hear every single last tippy tap that Co is doing right now. <laughs> this is all staying in. I don't care. I refuse to. Uh, I mean, yeah, the mic is mic is plugged in. Yeah. Oh, I just tapped on it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what happens uh, when hardwood floors and nails. Yeah. Okay. Well, like you could drop a bomb in the other room and no, and you wouldn't hear it in my mic. That's all I'm saying. Congratulations, good mic, Mike. No, you have a good (laughs) mic. That's why I was confused. Um, Dave Grohl. Cool. What would you want to do with him for the day? Um. I don't know. Wait, is, <laughs> also, isn't Dave Grohl, didn't he announce that he's deaf? Like he can't hear what? anymore? What? Yeah, well, he, well he, he did an interview where he was basically like, yeah, I'm my hearing's like super gone, which like makes sense because he has been playing music for 30 years. Yeah, I guess no, that makes Nova, sense. Nova just threw up. So is he... Yeah, it's was he like completely <laughs> deaf in that ear, or is it just kind of like hard to hear in that ear? No, I think, he, I, I, if I remember right, he's like pretty deaf in one ear and like kind of deaf in one ear. Like he was talking about how he, um, doesn't like the the pandemic was really hard on him because of the masks because he got used to reading people's lips. Oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So when everybody started wearing masks, he's all of a sudden like, "Oh God, I don't know what people are saying." As well, like he can hear uh-huh. a little bit, but it's like not as it's not as clear as it is for you and me, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah, so I would hang out with Dave Grohl and not wear a mask. Um, and Talking to one side of his face, the side that can hear. Yeah, and. uh I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't even think it would, we, I'd want to like talk about anything with him in particular. It would just like hang out like, or like not even do anything. Like just go like a regular day, just have like spend the day with Dave Grohl. Maybe like do with like, do whatever he normally does. You know, maybe he's going, he's doing a band practice, you know, he's doing a live show or something. That'd be cool. Um, I'd, I'd love for him to, uh, grill dinner because he is a, a <laughs> grilling connoisseur and i would love to know like is he oh yeah oh yeah it's like a thing like like um like barbecue type grill like dad in the backyard grill yeah but like oh, he's cool. 
he's i think expanded outside of that as well um but i think that's like the big thing um he uh he didn't he well they they put out a movie recently um the foo fighters i keep show. seeing ads for that it's like a foo fighters movie or something right yeah i went to go see it it was really bad but like really good <laughs> at the same time <laughs> it, i mean it's like if they're just such clowns and if you go into the movie and you know enough references even if you don't know that many references like you just watch them clown around for two hours and you'll have a good time um but uh they they poke jokes about him grilling in that movie and uh he did an interview with uh on hot ones his first time on hot ones um and he talked about like grilling and stuff and it was actually really funny because he um, <laughs> uh, was going through. I'm, I'm sure if if you haven't seen Hot Ones, everyone, um, Hot Ones is a show where uh, celebrities and guests are interviewed um, while eating very spicy wings. Um, and Dave Grohl got through the whole thing without really even flinching, and he he sort of like has a a twist ending where at the end he's like talking to Sean, the interviewer, and he's like, I want you to know that I have all of these at home. And sometimes <laughs> I come back from the road and I, I just do a little teaspoon of the hottest one and I eat it just raw. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like prepared. He was like so prepared and it was really funny, but like, that's part of it. Like he's, he's um, a food guy for sure. He's uh he's a foodie. So I- He's a foodie. He's a foodie fighter. <laughs> oh, yeah, foodie fighter. Whoa. Um, Whoa. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, so I would like, I would love to know, like, I would I would love for him to cook me a meal. I would love for Dave Grohl to cook me a meal. That'd be really cool. I like that's the answer a, a lot. Yeah, like, he's, he's super yeah. passionate about something that's not music, you know, so I'd love to see that side of his, his passion, like, in action. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And you can like, watch, you know, I feel like a lot of people, when they answer this sort of question, they want to like have a conversation with the person, which is fine. Nah. Uh, but but at the same time, like, you know, you could watch a thousand interviews online to learn that same information. Exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. Rob, what you got for us? If, if you're done, Michael. Yeah, I was trying to think. I, I think I'm good. We can move on to Robert. Uh, when this question was last asked, this I, question wasn't last asked. I, yes, ver- I verified that. I will, I will snap your neck. You asked us if we had done this topic and I was like, yeah, pretty much. And you were like, cool, we're going to do it again. And you said, basically, yeah. you said, who would you want to interview? This is far from an interview. <laughs> this is far I, from know, an interview. <laughs> I most certainly wouldn't say far from. <laughs> you just said it in your response. You said you don't have to have a conversation and figure out stuff. And Robert was like, yeah, you can look up videos. This is not an interview. It's literally spending the day with somebody. That's all I'm saying. All right. Let's all well, fine, Robert. Repeat your, repeat your answer from last time, then, if that's what you're going to do. I was just teasing. Uh, who I would actually want to hang out with? Uh, it's, it's hard to pick, man. Like, I I just don't, I'm not invested in celebrity culture, and uh, I feel like they're, 
I don't know. Anytime, like, I feel like I really get invested in someone, then they get, like, canceled or something. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Anybody who's not a celebrity, like a politician or something, would you want to play basketball I, I, with George politics. Washington? I would not want to hang out with any politicians. Like yeah, that's fair. I mean, it, it would be interesting to see. They're, they're probably so two faced; they act completely different behind. Oh, I mean, I I know that's yeah. true. Like, there's there's so many interviews of that sort of stuff. Um, uh, maybe. You said anyone in time, right? Yeah, a- anybody. I think it'd be interesting to hang out with my great grandpa. I never met him, but he was a semi-professional boxer. Oh. Um. Edda just wrote down on a piece of paper that I could meet Putin and then stab him. Ooh, um, yeah. That's a good answer. That would be so- good. You know, that's true. You know, it doesn't have to be like hanging out, like just chilling. If you have the opportunity to be with anyone, Robert saves the world. I'm in. I'm game. Let's do it. I think, honestly, if now if we're going back through that track, I would kill Stalin because that would that would like I mean, he he killed like 60 million people more than like more than Hitler. I'm not trying to compare evils here. They're both horrible, but like also stalin leads to the 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 russia issues that we're facing today so maybe that's my answer yeah kill stalin you you spend the day with joseph stalin also (laughs) it's like a great time yeah i mean i wouldn't have to spend the whole day with him you know i could i could just like meet him and then stab him and then step back through the the little portal and then Spend the rest of my day hanging out on a beanbag or something. Hi, hi, Mr. Stalin. Right this way, please. You close the door and flip the sign from open to close. <laughs> is is Stalin hanging out with Robert present day, or is Robert hanging out with Stalin in the past? Oh, that's a good question. I, well, Joey, you're the, the moderator here. What is it? I mean, it's whatever you want it to be. I would really... I would be interested to go back in time just to see what everything is like because also depending on your theory of time travel if i brought him to the future i would probably vanish there's a good chance of me vanishing but if i go back to the past there's a chance that i stay alive and i just have to live out my life in the 1940s or 50s which you could be some type of witch you can know everything and they can probably like burn you at the stake or something yeah i've only got like five facts from (laughs) of like historical events so between that time so i've got to be really lucky you got to be in the right place at the right time and also i've just changed the future so all all the things that i knew mm, yeah you're are right basically out the window just don't bring your phone with you because they may actually think you're some type of alien if you if you show up with a with a 2022 like phone yeah man if you showed up with a 2022 phone it's going to be a while before you get that thing charged <laughs> that too <laughs> Biggest concern. Talk about an inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) So my answer is Dave Grohl. Robert's answer is Joseph Stalin. (laughs) Joey? Yeah. You're up. Ah, okay. Um... (laughs) 
I, I don't know. When I, when I was thinking about this, I kept tossing it back and forth between um between oh man, I just forgot his name, but um Post Malone and Ooh. the guy who plays the Witcher, whose name I literally just had in my mind, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. I feel like a a day of just doing like chilling. I feel like we can have a really good brunch and just play video games all day. And then with Post Malone, we could probably go to a good party that night. And then that would be the entire day. And I feel like it would be tons of fun. I've been watching a lot of um, a lot of like YouTube videos of him streaming, of Post Malone streaming Apex, and it sounds fun. And also, I know Henry Cavill is a huge um, a huge gamer guy. So honestly. <laughs> That sounds like a perfect day to hang out with one of those two. I'd probably go Henry Cavill, though. I feel like he can teach me how to play, Um, I don't know, I think he plays League or WoW. He plays one of those. Um, I think it's WoW. I think it's WoW, actually. I don't so I know. Feel like, I feel like that would make for the best day, is to hang out with them and just play video games and just do normal normal dude stuff, you know? I don't know. I, I, I don't remember what Henry Cavill plays, but... I can't remember if he's like a big gaming guy or if he's just a big Warhammer 40k guy. No, he's played The Witcher for sure. He's definitely I, a gaming guy. I remember I remember hearing an interview or something like that that was like Henry Cavill almost missed his um his his um callback for the Superman edition or audition because he was in a, he was in a raid right now. And League of Legends doesn't have raids and WoW does, right? Yes. It could, yeah, yeah, so I'm pre- so I'm pretty sure it's WoW because of that reason only. Also, completely valid reason to miss an audition. Not really. I mean, actually, maybe. Depends on your preference, I guess. I guess it must have been a very important raid for Superman. Yeah, a very important raid to beat out, you know, the biggest comic book character of all time, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um. That's a good answer. I didn't. Yeah, Post Malone's a fantastic answer. He seems like the most fun person ever. Yeah, like Post Malone legitimately just seems like a normal dude. Like he's not like caught up in or he doesn't seem like he's caught up in all like the celebrity stuff. The dude like looks like an average guy you would find on the street. Like and I'm sure he's just an overall fun time. I hear nothing but fun stories about him on the Internet. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I'd like to hang out with now. Yeah, like. Obviously, my go-to. I just feel like they would be like chill people to like spend a day with and just do some fun activities with, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For some reason, when you like pitched this topic, I was like, I immediately pictured Dave Grohl, and then I immediately pictured us at like an amusement park for some reason. Like, I don't know why, but my no, mind. That, that's like, exactly what I wanted you to think. Like, that's how you're spending your days at an amusement park with Dave Grohl. You don't have to, like, be playing music with him. You were spending a day with this guy just hanging out, doing doing chill stuff. Oh, I know. have to spend the whole day with them? You don't have to spend the whole day with him. If you want to waste the entire day by just killing him within the first five minutes, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says wasting a day like killing Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> well in, with an opportunity like this i mean i don't know i feel like you could spend a lot of time with somebody or you could spend a little time with somebody and both have an impactful meaning on your life but robert you could play wow with henry cavill <laughs> you could play wow with henry cavill and probably have some really good food and i don't know just spend your entire day in front of a computer screen <laughs> dope you know Maybe. i would 
sorry go ahead robert no no no, you go i was just gonna say like it would actually be really because i was like playing a video game with a celebrity doesn't feel like that like crazy fun to me but then i just pictured like playing call of duty with post malone and i was like oh my god that would actually be like really fun just like a literal like middle school hangout time with post malone because oh, i know yeah, that's he ex- call of duty. That's exactly so how i how i picture it just like you're having a land party in your room right now which is you <laughs> and post malone and you're just calling out like just like shots and he's just like yeah and you're just playing and he's like oh that was bs he didn't kill me he's like yeah he's camping and it's like yeah oh this is the conversation i'm having with post malone right now oh my god actually um john carpenter is a huge gaming fan he's he really likes borderlands i was john carpenter he's like the father of horror movies like he is he the, is he the guy who made the thing um yeah because that's somebody carpenter I, right yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know why I'm spacing you, on that. I you keep talking, and I'll, I'll look it up. No, I'll look it up. Yes, it's it's he did the thing, um, or he did the remake of the thing. Um, yeah, just like a a genius, and also like an avid video game fan. Um, but he likes Borderlands a lot, and I remember he tweeted about really liking borderlands 3 i would love to just play borderlands 3 with john carpenter that'd be so sick you know i wonder how i wonder how many like thing references there are in borderlands because they tend to do a lot of references and if he's such a big fan of the franchise i assume they would have thrown him some type of bone well i don't think he really like came out as because there's not been much room for like expressing one's um opinions and and likes until somewhat recently like on because of social media and like the last borderlands game was borderlands 2 in like 2012 and i don't know if john carpenter was really tweeting about borderlands 2 then um i mean that makes sense so like i mean maybe in the next game like he'll have like a, a cameo or something but yeah and like he he he, he tweeted recently i think he tweeted how much he loved halo infinite and he's been playing um horizon forbidden west as well i love celebrities that just like do normal stuff instead of you know constantly promoting other stuff and setting the world on fire i like when they're just like yeah i just sat down and i played call of duty for six hours today (laughs) yeah being a normal person is cool it really is (laughs) wouldn't trade it for anything Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if you guys don't have anything else to add or talk about, then that wraps it up for me. We good? I'm good. Rob, are you good? Maybe I would have... Maybe I would have Stalin... Make me what, like a like huge... duty with you. Yeah, I would show him and be like, "Hey, you you know the Russians are the bad guys in most of these, right?" And he'd be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Joseph Stalin, is that you? <laughs> Robert's wish is fulfilled. He's on Joe Miro. Yeah, he's like, I, I know you're speaking English, so I'll speak in a Russian accent for you. <laughs> that, that actually, that would that. If I go back in time, he'd be saying stuff I don't understand, and he wouldn't understand me, and I'd just stab him, and everyone would be like screaming in Russian, 
I wouldn't know if they were like celebrating or, or like in tears. So it would be a really confusing experience. Yeah, it seems like it would be very um overwhelming. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. There's a lot going on right now. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I, I I'm good. I, I think Dave Grohl and John Carpenter are good answers for me. I'm I'm good. <sighs> yeah, Rob, if you're good, we can move on. Yeah, Michael, what's your topic? I don't have one and I've not thought of one. I've been playing Elden Ring recently. I can just talk. Yeah. Um, sure. Elden Ring is really good. It's a video game. It's a very big video game, both in terms of um, interest in the public and also um, in terms of scope and what you can do in the game. Um, it is created by From Software, the developers behind... The Dark Souls series, as well as Bloodborne um, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Um, but its world, its lore, and its story were created with um, in collaboration between the director of the game, um, as well as George R.R. R. Martin. Ah, dope. The guy from the Call of Duty Zombies game. <laughs> oh, man. That was the most painful thing you've ever said. <laughs> What? George Romero, who is oh. really more <laughs> a, a father of horror. Yes. Um I remember and, him. Yeah, in zombie movies is a uh, um an enemy character that shows up in Call of Duty Zombies and he is not the writer of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh. See, I knew that sounded familiar and I thought it was him. They both have the same first name. <laughs> hey, you took a shot. I respect it, honestly. You were <laughs> to be fair, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> oh Joey. Try to, try to save myself a little, I guess. <laughs> Game of Thrones is really good sometimes. <laughs> Until it's not. <laughs> just watch to season six and then just pretend like they're gonna make it in the future. And then when they don't, it's okay. Yeah, they they really took a leap of faith. They made six seasons of uh, big budget television, and then the rest of it's just written. It's not done yet, though. We got to wait a minute for it. But you know, isn't that great? You should watch it, though. It's actually a great show, mostly. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's a very difficult game. It's a very challenging game. Um, but. <laughs> I just never expected to feel like I'm actually playing and existing in a Game of Thrones world. Like George's writing is just so unique and it's really a credit to like how, how strong of a writer he is and how strong his voice is because like just all throughout it, I'm just like, Oh my God, I can actually tell that this isn't just like another from software game. It's like, like George's world is like really coming to life here. Um, I don't really have much more to add about it than that. Cause I've not gotten much of a chance to play it hardly at all, but I would like it a lot. And I just, I'm just so impressed with the, the world that they've crafted. Um, and I know a lot of people have probably already freaking beaten the game in the weekend. It's been out, but I've only played it for like two hours. Um, yeah. Uh, 
you know, you'd think I had, I'd have something to talk about, but I've just been so freaking busy. I, I, I don't even know. That's all right. I've heard some good things about Elden Ring. I know there's a lot of hype leading up to it, um, and it seems like it's kind of lived up to it. I think the reviews were very positive for it. Yeah, it's one of the highest rated games um, ever made. Um, here, let me pop over to Metacritic right now. Not that these things matter, but like, it's interesting, you know. <laughs> um, Elden Ring on Metacritic, at least, is the twelfth best reviewed game of all time, on the site, at least. Wow. Yeah, and it's oh, that's pretty it's, good. It's behind games like Grand Theft Auto Four, The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, um, Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy Two. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 like really like master class level games and and pieces of art it's it's technically rated above the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild which is one of the best games I've ever played and so we'll we'll see if it lives up to that but yeah I hope you feel that way whenever you beat the game Elden Ring yeah me too I'm I'm a huge Souls fan like many other people and so far it feels very different and just breathtaking um but we'll see if those feelings last throughout the entire very long experience people are saying it takes them like 80 hours to beat the game and they're playing straight through and that seems seems crazy and like it's not just a game it's a souls game so it's hard too it's 80 hours (laughs) it's hard exactly (laughs) that's frustrating it's 80 hours of pain (laughs) (laughs) i i felt like it was really easy for a while for like my first hour you you get a horse at some point and it's like it, it just it, it doesn't simplify the experience but it just turns it into something completely different and then i got to the first boss the first real boss there are, there are like 17 bosses you can fight before the first mandatory one but i got to that mandatory one and man he put me in my place <laughs> this is not an easy game at all um but it it felt good. That's that's why you play those games to for for the challenge and to learn and better yourself and really feel the sting when they only have like a sliver of health left and then they kill you and you have to start all over again. Oh. It's great. <laughs> Robert, you would you would adore Dark Souls. You really would. That like that dark fantasy stuff is just so it's just seeping with it. It's oh it's so good. Well, I'll let you know what I think of the game in five years when it comes to Switch. <laughs> Dark Souls is on Switch. I'm just saying. Uh, is oh, it? That's right. I forgot. I I mean, I'm definitely interested. I watched a lot of the playthroughs of like Bloodborne, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, I The creepiness of the monsters. Oh, God. It's like... <laughs> I, I'm really interested to see the sketchbooks of the artists that have to design that sort of stuff because I feel like some of those were probably tamed down from whatever they had <laughs> twisted up in their <laughs> in their imagination. I, I don't know. I think uh, being able to draw something so demented but interesting is uh, is a really unique talent to have. Um, 
Yeah, 100%. And like, that's something, again, I've only played two hours, but it seems like they've nailed that more than ever in Elden Ring, where like every single creature and location I come across just has, is just is filled with so much wonder and creativity and just pure terror. Like you'll, you'll fight like a standard, like, like five standard night anim enemies that are like, you know, just, they've got the helmet, they've got colorful garb on and they fight you with a sword and it's just very normal. But then for every like dozen of those guys, you'll find like, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of an example of something I've come across so far. There's like these balls of tentacles and darkness and fur and on the beach on the beaches in Elden Ring oh. and they're huge and very fast it's it's how fast they are and they're just like that sounds terrifying they're they're huge and they're squirmy like they they they, they squirm constantly it's they're they're only found in nightmares truly um and like that's the stuff that like keeps you coming back and like Joey you've played Bloodborne you know yeah. how twisted that game is and it's it's enemies like I like it a lot <laughs> yeah like one second you'll be wandering around totally fine the next you're being picked up by an invisible creature that you find out is actually a Cthulhu spawn <laughs> and he, he eats you or like murders you Im immediately like um Oh man, yeah, just like across the board through all all of the From Software games, their their art team and their design, their the the combat, the the gameplay designers are just like on another level creatively. Just just really top-notch stuff that always keeps you coming back and just wondering like how is this going to evolve? Like what's 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 around the next corner? Um and I'm I'm super excited for Elden Ring specifically because everybody says that that stuff is at its best here and it seems like it's so far so anyway yeah it's uh it's really good so far i want i want to play more um can't wait to hear the updated review once you get, get farther into it yeah i'll get back to you in a year when i'm actually able to beat it <laughs> robert you've been playing mario odyssey by the way and you're almost done with mario odyssey and i can't believe that and i'm very happy I've got two moons. Two moons. Don't give Jump up right. on it, Robert. You got it. Don't give up on it. Darker side. And I can't start that until I beat that goddamn jump rope. <laughs> it's the um, bane of my existence. Robert, the uh, so what is dark side again? I can't remember what is dark side and what is darker side. So there's dark side, which is basically you have to go back and beat all of the rabbit bosses again ah cool i was oh. hoping that it wasn't the other one because you've got a really cool level coming up then i have i explored it for a brief moment and i saw tons of lava and things coming at me and i said oh <laughs> okay but i i cannot do that i can't start it i like i i went into it and i died and i was like okay this is interesting but I don't want to. I don't want to commit to it until I've beaten Jump Rope. Because if I, if I do that and Jump Rope is the last freaking moon, 
it's going to ruin the game for me because jump rope is not fun. Like I, this is a direct, I, 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 if anyone who developed this game is listening, they're not. But if anyone knows anyone, I need you to tell them this, like you suck. Like you suck (laughs) as a person for putting that in this game (laughs) because it is so unbelievably difficult. I'm pretty sure that you like people in pain and I don't like you. So that's all I have to say. You're probably a decent person, but for putting that in the game, you're on my shit list. <laughs> I'm like actually getting exhausted thinking about it. I've, I've had to put the game down for a week. Robert, oh. don't give up on it, please. You can, you can do it. I won't. I'm going to try it again after we get off of this. But <laughs> For those who don't know, um, the jump rope challenge Robert is speaking of is exactly what it sounds like. You need to jump rope. A hundred times. A hundred times, and that's it. That's the whole challenge. Robert, what's your high score? 86. Oh, that's painful. Oh, that's so close. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was getting, and I've gotten to like 73 or in the 70s many times. And it's it's like, uh, it's just out of reach. And I'm, uh, it hurts. Like, (laughs) I don't understand. Dark Souls who? Like the the volleyball, so for people who've never played the game, there's two challenges that are sport-ish based where you have to get to 30 to get one moon and then you have to get to 100 to get another moon. Volleyball is different because it's easier and it changes a little bit and the pace, there's like even a cheat for it. Jump rope is just like mind grueling. If you're (laughs) playing volleyball, all you have to do is step outside of the court and step back on it takes two seconds if you do volley if you do a jump rope you have to run like a block away for the ladies to reset the rope and it's like oh my god i just want to start over immediately i just want to grind through this but they're like no we want you to suffer we want you to feel pain we want you to know that you failed and then try again and then fail again and then i'm just like new donk city needs to be raised to the ground that's what i want <laughs> new donk city um you know i'm sure there are people out there who were like jump rope's not that hard like robert should stop complaining but like (laughs) i i i mean a i i do agree with you that it is it is difficult but like i don't think it's difficult enough to curse the name of the designer of that challenge what you should curse is the decision to make it so you have to run away for it to reset because that's that's fair that's horror. I mean, like, come on. There's so many games like that where it's like, oh, here's a really difficult challenge, but like, you, you you have to like it's something like some weird like esoteric nonsense where you have to like restart the game to get the challenge to load again. You know, like something stupid like that, or like running a block away, which is yeah. just so insult to injury for sure. See, that's why I'm hesitant to play games like dark souls and whatnot because i know that those are so challenging and while i like a challenge it it hurts me (laughs) and when i get to the end of it i'm just like i i've won but at what cost (laughs) like like i beat celeste and i was like Mm. i i'm glad i beat it but at the same time i'm like I was so frustrated, dude. That was such like, a good I, game, though. It was a great game. And I, I still think it's great because 
it's it's unique and i like the message a lot but at the same time while i was playing it i was like i like i want to take my switch and i want to throw it against a wall but i won't (laughs) because this thing is hundreds of dollars that would hurt me even more but i (laughs) would you be willing to let anyone beat jump rope for you or do you need to do this on your own absolutely i would give it to anyone anyone can do this i don't care it's not a moon to me it's it's literally someone has put a stop sign in front of my house and i just want to leave my house robert next time i see you if you haven't beaten it yet i will try my hardest to beat it for you that would i'll do it for you god Jelly, he'd be a saint in my book. I kind of want to put Odyssey in and see if I can do the jump rope challenge I, because yeah, after we talked about this a few days ago, I did it. Um, I pulled it up and I got like seventy five or something in like four tries. So I'm sure I can probably get get it for you. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to put that confidence out there and then actually not be able to do it. <laughs> Hard games are hard. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Some hard games are fun. Some hard games are just hard. <laughs> that's that's kind of how we can look at this topic, I think. We went into Odyssey, and I didn't expect it to go there, but we started talking about how Robert's really dealing with jump rope and Elden Ring's super difficult. Uh, Joey, have you been playing any difficult games, or what's your favorite difficult game? Uh, to find difficult. Like, it's physic- like it's actually hard, or it's like very difficult in the sense that it's really annoying definitely not annoying i think intentionally well you know what because the jump rope challenge is pretty annoying or at least it has annoying elements so it can be either or oof i kind of want to hear both i want to hear like yeah because it's like even though jump rope is annoying odyssey is one of the best games that i've ever played like i i'm i'm very satisfied with my overall experience so if there's games like that or like games that are just like consistently challenging so in kind of like what you're talking about with odyssey and that one moon i've been dealing with that problem with um persona 5 strikers where i've enjoyed most of the game and it was fun but there was one trophy that i've been working on for so long that i just kind of stopped playing the game and every once in a while i go back to it to to work on it because you have to completely max out um a certain stat and to get xp for that stat it goes very slowly so I have to do the same like mission or same sequence over and over and over to try to like cheese it in a way. Um, I still haven't gotten it yet, and I've I don't know. I think the game's been out for over a year. Um, I've gotten every trophy in the game except for that one, and I'll probably come back to it in like three months and do it for like a week, and then do it again for another three months and then a week. I don't know. That, that one's just super annoying. It's like not even hard. It's just incredibly annoying and. I'm not the only one that feels this way. Even on the subreddit, a lot of people complain about that. There are multiple guides up on like how to do it the easier way, blah, blah, blah. And it still sucks. Um, the hardest game I've played. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything other than Bloodborne. Um, no other game has really felt that difficult to me. Um, except for, I guess that game, I'm just trying to think of games in the past that I've played that I was like, wow, this is a really hard game. I'm pretty good at video games. 
Oh my god! <laughs> All right. I was trying to go through that without it making making it sound like that, and I was like, "Screw it! I'm just gonna say it." I think the really interesting thing about the Bloodborne and like Soul, the games from from software particularly, is like, you know, you you get another game that's like it, like the Surge. The Surge is is a Souls like. Um, in its design and i think a lot of people feel similarly about that game's difficulty but like the souls games pretty much across the board i think people feel differently about them in terms of difficulty because like the original dark souls for me was um quite the learning experience but i think i overall died far less than most other people but Sekiro just beat me into the dirt but I think a lot of people think Sekiro is easy so like I'd be interested if uh or not easy but like easier than the others um I'd be interested to see if like since Bloodborne gave you a tough time but not the toughest time if like Dark Souls 3 would be more difficult for you because it's so different or Sekiro or something like that yeah I'm not gonna lie I'm probably not gonna play another Souls game um until I beat Bloodborne which who knows how long that'll be um, I, gonna, I really, you watched me play it uh, whenever I started and I really enjoyed what I was doing. Um, had a, I had yeah. a lot of fun playing it and then I just kind of stopped playing it. And once you stop playing a game like that, it's really hard to jump back into it in the middle of the game because then you really need to pick up on all the, all the mechanics and stuff you learned to help you. And without knowing that you're just, you're just asking to constantly be like hammered into the ground. Yeah, absolutely. I understand that. I will say though, if I remember right, you're pretty, you're pretty close to the end. You're, yeah. I, I mean, I put, I think like all for all the time that I played, I probably put like somewhere around like thirty hours into it, if not more. You should check on your PlayStation. It should have the stats for you, or at least some sort of a guess, because I'm curious. What the, uh, I went what through and looked at my Switch games, and um, games that were considered I considered hard. Um, that I didn't, I mean, I, I beat them, but they were hard and gave me a little bit of problems are, um, Cuphead and Hades. Both of mm. those games were really hard. Um, but I enjoyed every second of playing it though. God, Hades is incredible. Um, also a very difficult game, but it, again, like difficult in a very good way. Definitely not annoying. I don't think there's a single yeah. moment of Hades that was annoying for me. No. Not not at all. It's just your typical bullet hell stuff. Like Enter the Gungeon was the same way. It's just like some patterns get really difficult, but the game's still fun. It's not like mm-hmm. overwhelmingly hard to the point of just quitting. Yeah, I I think we did we pretty much exhausted this topic. Um if you guys want to move on to Roberts. Rob, you got a topic for us? Yeah. I wanna know. What sort of food do you want to try that you either are too worried to try or don't have access to? I want you to know my my knee-jerk reaction is to Google dangerous foods. <laughs> uh, so do you mean food. like do you mean like a type of food how it's like Italian, Mexican, Chinese, like that, or like a specific food? It could be like that, or it could be a specific food. It's however you want to answer. Um, I would be I would be open to trying out more um more Thai food 
because in in Maryville in college, we went we went to, I went to this place a few times with Michael. Um, that was just like that just served nothing but like Thai food, and the few times I went, it was really good. It's just like it doesn't seem that appetizing, but some things like I don't know, some things just seem really good. So I'd be open to trying that again. A specific food is sushi. I would be open to trying a good, like authentic sushi, even though I hate raw fish and rice and um, all the green stuff that goes into sushi. I like I hate all the individual components, but everyone loves sushi. So I'm sure I would try it one time and absolutely hate it. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, you know, you asked this question. I didn't expect to have an answer, but I have always heard that like, italian food that's made by like actually like in italy by people who have honed their craft for decades it's so good is a different breed i've heard like that food is like a real authentic like pasta yeah is just like something else but also something that people say you can really only get in like one or two places in the u.s or if you like go to italy like literally uh, my, my grandma isn't from Italy, but her mom is from Italy and my grandma um, grew up in New York. And every time she cooks like types of pastas or lasagnas, it's honestly so different from any other lasagna I've mm. ever had ever. Like hers is just like so much, so, like so different and honestly so much better. See, like, I think that's my answer, even though I'm not that much of a pasta guy. Like, I almost think, like, maybe I don't like it. I'm not that that big on pasta because, like, I'm just not having the real authentic stuff. Um, But also, sushi is a good answer because I feel like I've only ever had, like, you know, like C plus, B minus sushi. (laughs) Gas station sushi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've never had gas station sushi, sushi, but like, I I would love to have real authentic sushi, not some like Ivy store bought sushi. Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, would, what would be what would we be scared to try, or what what do we want to try? It's like a little bit of both. So it's like maybe you've been like afraid to try something or worried about trying something. Like maybe you think you wouldn't like it. it just imagine there is any sort of food you want and it, it's paid for and you have access to it um, and you get to experience it. So it could be, you know, maybe you want to try authentic cuisine, like what you guys have said, or maybe you want to branch out and try something that you're, you think you won't like. Uh, I don't think I would ever eat like um, whatever the fancy calamari. Um, I don't think I would ever eat calamari and it sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't think I would eat it in general. But yeah, that I'm scared of that one. I'm scared to eat that. Uh, calamari is so good. It is yeah. so good. Yeah, no. Um, same with frog legs. Can't do that one either. Mm. I'm, I'm scared to eat that. I had... Um believe it was escargot on a cruise ship snail Um, yeah 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 (laughs) years and years ago and i was like "Uh uh-oh this is really good (laughs) i did not (laughs) expect to like it but i i I am not an adventurous eater i eat like your normal 
routine stuff and i'm totally content with just sticking like that like give me like mashed potatoes and chicken nuggets and i'm good for life (laughs) you're not that much of a plain jane with your food though like you you experiment a little bit the only condiment i will ever eat is barbecue sauce i don't experiment too much (laughs) yeah when it comes to condiments you're a plain jane that's for sure you're not even a plain jane you're just a barbecue jane (laughs) uh, that's the best jane i guess yeah um i'm i i'm reading up on these dangerous foods now because i think my authentic cuisine i'd like to try is italian food for sure i think that's probably my number one um but uh fugu is apparently um the japanese word for puffer fish and it's a dish you can have um oh isn't that like poisonous or something Yes. If you don't cook it right, yes. And I, I, I looked it up, and I remember reading about this. It has to be cooked right, um, and if it's not, it could kill you. Um, yeah, that's crazy. You know, maybe I get in my sixties. You know, and I'm just like, oh well, life's gonna be short anyway. You know, I don't have much time left. Might as well take a risk on puffer fish. Dang. <laughs> I, I, I hope it's. I hope it tastes like the greatest food ever. If you are literally risking someone cooking it wrong and it killing you it better taste like just straight heaven yeah i mean that's that's what i expect it's so like there's a fact here and it says um according to foodsafety.com um japanese japanese chefs must undergo years of training to obtain a fugu preparing license making the dish understandably expensive at up to 200 dollars a plate so like just the 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 background and everything that needs to go into making a dish that could kill you. Can you um, can you imagine how good a chicken nugget would be if it was two hundred dollars? Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be the world's greatest chicken nugget, and I would be so happy. Take all of your answers away, and now your answer is two hundred dollar chicken nugget. Yep. <laughs> if it's if it's already paid for, give me two hundred dollars single chicken nugget, just one. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a fairly adventurous eater. I'd I'd try just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think fugu's like a good answer for me, but also Italian food. Hello. <laughs> I realized we were quiet and then I wanted to hold the silence because yep. <laughs> I was muted and just didn't feel like unmuting myself so I'll, I'll wait it out no I like your answers a lot uh, especially I didn't think about authentic food like uh, authentic Italian I had it one time my authentic for as as authentic as you can get for the US Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was little, it was actually at the 10th anniversary of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> what is the connection there? So it, it was just a really good Italian restaurant in Kansas City. And uh, the person that I was with, his family was like super loaded. And so they took us to this really, really fancy Italian place. And it's the best Italian food that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, probably still not as good as like from Italy Italian food, but um, it, was some, it was some tasty tasty stuff uh, i really want to get uh something like uh, i think it's called vindaloo oh my god some authentic vindaloo i think i would die it's like this like uh this like beet. this is i would eat meat for this i would give up vegetarianism 
Oh yeah, I kind of honestly forgot that you were a vegetarian throughout <laughs> this entire conversation. I can't remember everything that goes in it. It's like a curry sort of dish, and I can't remember what sort of meat is in it. If it's like a, a, a lamb, or if it, if the meat doesn't matter, I can't remember. Maybe a chicken. I think it could be any sort of meat, and it it just goes so well with rice. It is phenomenal. Uh, I've had it at like a few different Indian restaurants, but. Like you guys said, there's probably some something different about eating it authentically. Mm-hmm. It's like special magic or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that. And then maybe, I don't know, my mom ate monkey brain. She oh, said my it was, God. Yeah, she said it was. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> long time ago my mom ate monkey brain she said it it tastes interesting and i have i need to ask her to elaborate on that and uh i don't know i think it'd be interesting to try it to, to see if it is good um oh my god <laughs> yeah when when you do let it let us know how it is because i'm not trying that thing first i've heard it's like a it's like a thing people eat right See, I don't know about Apparently. that. I don't know if I could bring myself to eat monkey brain. Like that feels like it's crossing a line for me for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> probably a, <laughs> a little unethical, probably. Uh, I. Oh my god! I, yeah, I've walked myself into a trap here. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, I'm just gonna. Yeah, Rob, you okay? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, I'll veto everything that I've just said in the last five minutes, and I'll and I'll go with like uh, I don't know some sort of like rotten cheese. There we go. <laughs> nice, good, good call. Now Peter won't get you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Well, shoot, dang. Do we wanna? Do we wanna wrap up? How are we feeling? Go get yeah. some Italian food. Yeah, I mean, I'm hungry now. Yeah, sure, whatever. Hungry for that jump rope to beat you <laughs> into the dirt. Got him. Oh yeah, got him. Don't, yeah, take that. Take that. Don't take do that. this. Don't stop. <laughs> All right. Well, my mom actually made Italian food tonight, so I'm really excited. That's awesome. What she make? Fettuccine Alfredo. That sounds good. It does. Yeah, I'm sure authentic Italian food has nothing on what my mom made. For sure. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You um, get him, Dina. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and wrap up then. Um, I'm still very much laying in bed right now recording this episode. Nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, this has been an episode of Joe Miro. What episode is this? Is this 42? I mean, 40, 42 was the one that got scrapped, so I guess it's either 42 or 43. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's whatever you want to call it, 42 or 43. Hold on. I'm getting on Spotify. Well, the last episode was 41. I was listening to it earlier today. 
Oh, okay, 42 then. This will be episode 42 for sure. Cool. Well, uh, my name is Michael Kripe. Um, thank you all for joining us. Um, the Joey, do you want to say bye to the people? Goodbye, all the people. Until next time. Robert, <laughs> do you want to talk about monkey brains? <laughs> I do not condone the eating of monkey brains. PETA, if you hear this, I am anti-monkey brains. I might still eat it if given the chance, but know that I did not personally kill that monkey. I had nothing to do with it. In fact, maybe I might even eat monkey brains without even knowing it. So I'm just, this is a stream of consciousness. There's no direction. (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna lie for the past 20 minutes I've been dreading jump rope like it's actually given me like a headache no no it's just this episode is all about good good things and good vibes not jump rope oh my god that was so funny <laughs> you're just like going and you're like oh yeah and um I'm just talking <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, jump Miro. Jump Miro. Jump Miro. No, take it back. <laughs> Don't say that. Jump Miro. Jump Miro. Soup.